This episode of the podcast is being brought to you by Waterstone Mortgage and the Bowen team. If you're thinking about buying a new home, you have to talk to an expert. And by that, I mean one person, Michael Bowen. You can call that guy at 505-259-8326. Michael Bowen and the Bowen team at Waterstone Mortgage, consummate professionals, my friend, absolute consummate professionals. This guy's been in the business for over 30 years. He's actually personally helped me with one of my personal houses, and I don't have any issue referring this guy out to my real estate clients. This guy has products for days. They have doctor programs, first-time homebuyers programs. If you need a loan for a house, Michael Bowen is the person you have to call because I say this all the time. One of the most important things that you can do is get a good loan officer, all right? Hire the right mortgage person, and Michael Bowen is that guy. 505-259-8326. Make sure you tell him Buck sent you. NMLS number 214602. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Pure Life New Mexico. Are you wondering what Pure Life New Mexico is? Well, let me tell you, my friends. It is a medical cannabis store. That's right, medical cannabis. This is the fastest growing medical cannabis company in the state of New Mexico. These guys are known for super high quality medicines, exceptional staff, friendly service, knowledgeable people. If you go in there and you're a new card holder and you're trying to figure out what you need to do, you can go in and get a consultation from these guys. They have a huge selection of strains. I mean, tons and tons of strains. I think they probably have the most strains out of any cannabis company in the state of New Mexico. They have edibles, they have gummies, the the Bloom vape pens. You've heard all this stuff about the bad vape pens out there. Well, these ones are scientifically tested to be safe. And all of their medicine is actually grown in a state-of-the-art facility. They spent like a couple million bucks building this facility just to be able to grow the highest quality medicine possible. If you want more information on them, you can go online, purelifenm.com. That's purelifenm.com. And when you go to the store, make sure you tell them you heard this on the Buck Index podcast and get the Buck Index special, purelifenm.com. And finally, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Unleashed Sports Nutrition. They're on the corner of Southern and Unser in Rio Rancho. These guys have been integral in the success that I've been having, me, Buck, personally, as far as losing weight and gaining muscle. So I went over and I met with Corey over at Unleashed Sports Nutrition, kind of told him what my goals were, what I was doing. I just started out, and he dialed me into a nutrition program that really, really helped me out. Go over and visit Corey and talk to him about the nutrition plans that they have on special. These things are going to get you completely dialed in to achieve the results that you want to get. You got to trust me on this. I've been taking the Intech protein powder, best protein powder hands down that I've ever tried. It doesn't make you bloated. It doesn't make you gassy. It's good, clean stuff. They also have the body effects uh, BCAs like the the pre workout stuff, and then also Intech makes this post workout stuff that I've been taking. It kind of helps with the soreness, and then it will also feed your muscles the things that they need post workout. Go over and see my man Corey Unleash Sports Nutrition. It's the corner of Southern and Unser in Rio Rancho. Make sure and tell them Buck and Dex sent you so you can get the Buck and Dex podcast deal. Now, let's get to the podcast. And now, now, without further ado, it's the Buck and Dex Show. This is a stupid show. 
Welcome to the program, everybody. Buck and Dex, along with Darren White from 96.3 KKOB-FM. And, and AM700. And Pure Life. AM770. AM770. And Pure Life. And Pure Life. You are right. actually on location right now. We're at Pure Life up on Montgomery and Eubank. And we wanted to come in here and thank you so much for supporting us. Thanks, and uh, appreciate you coming. This thank is you, uh, White. thank you. This place is legit, man. Yeah, it's nice. It's yeah, a nice this environment. is. It is. It really yeah, is. We really. That's when we started out. God, guys, it's going on four years already when we opened. And one of the things that we wanted to do with the dispensaries is to make it, you know, a, a pleasant atmosphere. Yeah. Um. You know, we put a little extra into it. Um. You know, but obviously a safe and secure place to come. But also something that didn't feel like it was was too much security. Comfortable, as I said, real comfortable. My breathing. Sorry, too he's, bre- he's breathing into the microphone. Sorry, I'm a little worked. So up. you got to. I gave you the Kalo. Yes. The CBD water. Yes. Yeah. You this need is good stuff. <clears throat> tasty yeah. stuff. You each got a Kalo water. And it, it, it's really good, actually. Really. Dex, good. take a sip. You just need to slam yours. We'll get into to, your you shit find, in a minute. We need to find you find your place. That's nice. Good. It's real smooth. Yeah. Real smooth. Yeah. First time I've had CBD water. And it's yeah. tasty. This comes from uh, a company in New Jersey uh-huh. that um, we actually, uh, we've done some work with. Uh, and they, um, this is some, this is special because uh, a lot of the waters that you'll see that are out there are CBD waters. The way that the CBD is actually infused into the water is much different than the way they were able to do this. I'm not a scientist. I don't get it. I just know this is some of the best tasting CBD water I've ever had. Yeah. No, it's really good, man. It's really good. You know, one of the, I mean, the reason we're here today, not only is because Darren White is one of our good friends, but you are sponsoring the Buck and Dex podcast. I was happy to jump on in the beginning. Yeah. You know, because obviously um, I used to come to the show and uh, pop in every once in a while. Tried to do it when Ricky wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, God, you, can you get a word in with that guy? Fuck no. that guy, man. You can't get a word <laughs> in with that guy. For real. I'm just telling you. I mean, so, he was really the reason why we got fired. We'll, we'll find out when we have Chuck Hammond on. I've always heard that. Yeah. I mean, it is a rumor that's been gone around for... So if we can lock that down, we need to know. Yeah, we'll Because you know out. the thing, if you think about it, so if Ricky is responsible for it, he's responsible for pissing off like tens of thousands yeah. of people. Yeah. And there should be consequences for that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, right. absolutely. We'll, so we'll talk about that later. All right. I, I agree. Yeah. But uh, no, if you, uh, thank you for sponsoring and keeping the show going because, you know, without wonderful sponsors like Pure Life, we wouldn't be able to do this, right, bud? Yeah. No, for, for sure, man. Well, so. That's why we're broadcasting live at Pure Life today. Yeah. Doing the show. This you, is our first time. Yeah. You actually uh, just came back from Florida and Darren was actually able to binge listen to all of our episodes while he was driving back. You got any good feedback for us now that you're... So Darren, if you don't know, has his own radio show now. On, I listen every day. On KKOB. And... Uh, Dude, yeah, we try to your do sh- it. Your show's awesome. Thank you're, you. You're a natural. No, no you I'm are. A natural. You buddy. really, really are. Good. I have a big mouth, and so that kind of makes it a little bit easier, and I'm very opinionated, but- um, You know what? Don't touch me, all right? Dude, wow. I'm fine. You, no, you, here, then you listen to yourself, yeah, and listen to yourself, you. nose breathe into the microphone. I'm sure you are, too. I, I'm, I'm not, actually. So I, I, I need to tell the listeners right now, yes. I may intervene back into my own police days here, because <laughs> I'm having what we called in the police department a 10-15, Whoa. and that's a dimension dispute <laughs> uh, and it, it's it literally is getting a little tense here so in my old days guys look it you need to breathe through your nose 
I know you love no, each other. No, he doesn't need to breathe you, through his nose. You're doing <laughs> that's it. That's the problem. Not whistling. That's you. You're doing it too. It's not me. I'm just talking. It could be me because I have a deviated septum. No, it's so, not. I so do I. Uh, but um, yeah, so so anyway, you got yeah. to binge listen to all the episodes. Any feedback for us? Yeah, uh, excellent feedback. Because one of the reasons why I was so happy to jump on is because I know how good you guys are, and I've missed it over the past five years. And uh, listening to it, it it was amazing to me how like you didn't miss a beat. You went right back. You guys are. You have a natural. Uh, you guys gel. I mean, it's how you work together is so cool. Maybe not right now. Uh, yeah. I, I, the, 10, well, the 10, 15 is about to get a little, it could get violent here, but, but all kidding aside, it, the show was great. Uh, you know, Tate, that, that was an amazing right? show. What a great I literally, I wanted to park the car in the middle of 287 in Texas, outside of Dec- Decatur, Texas, wherever we were. And I, and I just wanted to like shadow box. Yeah, you know, I, I because he had me so pumped up. Oh yeah, um, you know, and and God, if the man needs to be a motivational motivational speaker. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Yeah, I was the same way when he was there. I remember. I, I think I was having one of those days where I just needed. I needed that, yeah. and I left Buck's house going. Yeah. I'm gonna go for a run. Amazing dude, go climb that yeah. mountain. Amazing dude. And, and if you if if you're listening to this cast and not have not heard it. Get right over there when this when this is done, of course. Yes, and listen to it because it's good. I also love the UFOs. Isn't that um, great? Yeah. yeah. Are you that, a believer? So here's my deal. I am not so naive that I to think that we have this planet and and we have this incredible technology that most of us. I mean, literally in the last fifty years, it's in, insane. Yeah. Why can't that be somewhere else? But here's where my skepticism comes in. Why is it? That if there are these, the craft, the creatures, or whatever, how come we've never stumbled upon them? Yeah. Why is it always the government that has them? Why isn't? Why That's didn't they, a really good point. Why didn't they mess up when they were, you know, coming into our atmosphere and, and land at you know a tramway in Spain? Yeah. So I could go over and pick them up and go, dude, can I help you? <laughs> come with me. Come stay in my house. You know, it's like you know, ET phone home. It, it, why? That's my only thing. It's why is it only? In places where the government can retrieve it. Yeah, but think about all the stories that are out there, and we call them, they're crazy people, is what we call them. Some of it strange Because when they talk about, (laughs) you know, know, the aliens, I was abducted by aliens, and, you know, they did things to me. What it comes back to is, if we're here, and we have this technology, why, why can't, why can't another planet somewhere far, far away uh, ha- have the same a bit and be even more advanced than we are? Yeah. And so I'm cool with that. I just don't know. That's my only thing. It's like, I, I'm, I guess maybe it's like one of those people, like, I, I kind of have to see something. To that's, 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 we're in the same boat. Like I need to see it. But listening to the podcast, I walked away with a better appreciation for what, what I believe, not there a hundred percent. But but you cannot listen to that podcast right. and think for a minute, wait a second. You know, Area 51, you know, I tell people all the time, our government does things, whether it's in intelligence, uh, whether it's with the military, whether it's with aliens, they're doing things, they're investigating things I don't want to know about. Right. I'm cool with not knowing. But uh, I, I get said, I think there's, they probably have found some things, I'm sure, that... Mm. Um, you know, are worthy of exploration. Uh, and and here's the other thing. I get the government's perspective. If there is, it's, it's 
one, yeah, okay, there are there is another life form somewhere else. Right. But I also understand from a military perspective, our government does not want that technology in the hands of anybody else oh, but yeah, us. Exactly. And so that's why I get 51 and all the different things that were, were mentioned in the podcast. And so I walked away going, yeah, I think there's some legitimate stuff going on here. Um, but it was fascinating. Yeah. So you guys are doing great. It's it's nice to have you back. I know I've heard from a bunch of people on the streets as well um, that it, it's nice to have you all back doing what you do um, and, and and keep doing it. And we're gonna we're gonna continue to help you. You, you Thanks, no man. question. Uh, you see, so you love the radio show that you're doing. I do. Yeah. Because I listen every day. Yeah. I really do. When I went, when I'm. I used to be an Uber driver. Let me just say that. I used oh, right. to be hold a on, new- Hold on, hold on, Just stop yes. right now. Oh, can we get a little CBD Let's, water? You need a little- Take, 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 take a drink. Jug. We're going to take, take a drink. Jug. I'm fine, This guys. is Kalo. I'm fine. Let's all take, take a take, sip. This is Kalo mm-hmm. water. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm drinking- um, I, I am drinking the uh, berry lime. I, I don't know what you have. Uh, yeah, let me see. Pomegranate. Uh, oh, lemon lavender. And it's very mm. nice. I like it. Where do you see the flavor? Right here. Okay. Yeah. So good stuff. All right. I used to be uh, an Uber driver, and I used to listen to Darren White's show. All right. Let's let's get back to Darren's show in a minute, and let's just talk about this right now because I don't even know what time it is right now. It's like twelve fifteen or something like that. Dex sent me a text message about forty five minutes ago at twelve thirty four, and said, "Hey, I need you to come pick me up. Somebody just stole my car." And you went, dude, you dude, went, seriously, <laughs> where's my car? Where's my car? <laughs> we can laugh, but it's not oh, funny. Gosh. You know, I've been here almost 20 years. <clears throat> I've never had anything happen to me. Yeah. You know, you hear stories. I mean, you listen to 96.3 KKOB and you hear what goes on in this city and I go, wow, I'm blessed. I am lucky that nothing bad has happened yet. And, you know, thank God it's just my car got stolen. I didn't get carjacked or something. Yeah, but still, though, man, it's your stuff. It's my stuff. Sure. It it sucks. I get it. And it's probably some thug punk who doesn't want to have a job. You know, you work your butt off, um, you know, but this guy or gal doesn't want to. And so they're they're, they're thieves and they steal your car and it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. And it really pisses me off because I'll tell you what, um, you know, doing 25 years in law enforcement, I still get approached all the time from people and, and they're thinking, what the hell's going on, Darren? Why are we so dangerous? Why is everybody stealing our stuff every day? And I'm telling you, it, it, uh, it, it has to get better or people are going to start to leave. You know what they need to do? They need to make recreational marijuana legal here and everybody would just chill, chill out. Starting Tuesday, legislative session. You think it's going to happen? 50-50. It's tough. I think I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've heard the governor say kind of the same thing, that this is a 30-day session. It's it's difficult um, because one delay with a 30-day session could make it difficult. But I understand that there is a lot of, there's a lot of commitment on a lot of people's parts yeah. uh, to try to get it done. Yeah. So, and you're, you were sheriff for how many years? Uh, seven. Why aren't there more cops out on the roads? You know, because what I've heard, what I've been told is that it's there's the city's scared of a lawsuit. So that's why they haven't put more cops out. That's they're they're scared of. That doesn't sound right. That's what I heard from a cop friend. I don't know. So one thing is a constant in the business. When the economy is good and the economy is good right now, uh, historically, that makes it difficult to recruit. And the reason being is. 
that, uh, you know, if you're coming out of college, you're coming out, there's a lot of opportunities and, you know, you have to sit back and think to yourself, you know, it is a dangerous job. Um, and, and is this something I want to do or, oh, look at, there's all these other job opportunities over here. So it makes it hard for us to recruit. Now, when the economy gets bad, people start looking for jobs and they may never, they may have not said, oh, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a cop. But then they look around and go, my God, I, I need a good paying job with benefits. And then most importantly, it really isn't affected by the economy. Um, and so that is always an issue. I think this J DOJ lawsuit has also been a hindrance on on recruiting because is that still going on? It is. I mean, they just announced this week that they're going to try to to move to get some of the cases dismissed. But I think there's some people out there looking and go, man, that's that's like a it's a very unthankful job to yeah. have. Yeah. And so I I think that that is another factor that. And then also uh, the the third thing is you know there are there has been an increase of attacks on law enforcement officers. You see it on TV. Um, all the time. And, and it is, it's a dangerous damn job, but I, I will tell you it's, um, you know, I, I wanted to be a baseball player when I grew up and I always said, if I wasn't, I grew up around a lot of New York city cops. And I always said, you know, if I, I couldn't play baseball, I wanted to be a cop. It was a lifelong dream. People like myself, you know, 40 years ago, it's just, you don't see that as much. Right. And so we're out there, the, 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 the recruiting is very aggressive. I mean, my God, they'll, they'll pay your babysitting. Uh, they, they are, they have done really some innovative things to try to attract people into the business because we know once you get out there, it's not for everybody. But for somebody who isn't thinking, wow, I want to be a cop and they get into it and they get out on the streets and they see it and they go, wow, this is a great job. I like this. I know when I started, you know, a bunch of us, the first thing we all looked at it on, on the first payday, we all looked at each other and went, wow. They actually pay us to do this because we loved it so much. <laughs> yeah. It's been, it's different. <clears throat> Recruiting is a challenge, not just in Albuquerque, nationwide. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, <clears throat> become a firefighter, you know? I got a lot of firefighter jokes, man. Yeah. I yeah. Bet that's, you do. What, that's what Dex yep. is going to do. Trying. Do you like porn? <laughs> I mean, which guy does? We used to kid all the time. It's like with the firefighters, you know, yeah. because it's like, well, we're out there, you know, to, uh, to, you know, fighting and scrapping with the tough guys you know the firefighters are always back at the station watching porn lifting weights <laughs> lifting weights i mean rubbing each other down yeah but you know hey you got to be ready though yeah you gotta, man. Be ready. You gotta stay yeah. loose yeah. and i and i joke but I, I have a lot of friends you know my partner here yeah. at pure life ryan mm-hmm. um he was a firefighter uh until about a year or so ago when we just got so busy and so uh we rib each other quite a bit you know from the yeah. firefighter law enforcement yeah. perspective so well that's what you guys that's do, cool, man. you know what though but i admire you because i admire people i've always said public service is the highest calling to be able to serve the people in your community and hopefully do good. Yeah. There's nothing better. There it's it is. And so I commend you for what you're trying to do and and I wish you luck and and it's a great career. It really is. I mean, you get it's a good paying job with good benefits, good retirement. Um but I will tell you this, my friend. Do you see um right there? Do you see what that sign up there? What does that say on top of that window up there? Exit. Do you know what that is? That's a fire exit, yes. right? Yeah. I want to ask you a question. Have you ever seen a fire entrance? No. Do you know why? Don't go into burning buildings. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's it's not why good. they're all fire exits. Yeah, exactly. My tip for the day, don't go into, no fire entrances. Don't go into burning buildings. It's crazy. Buildings. Oh, I hate fire. I hate fire. Yeah. 
So I'd rather go into a building in the middle of the night knowing there's somebody in there burglarizing that building. And as scary as that is, the perspective of that, yeah. I'd rather do that than go into a burning building. Fire's pretty fire scary, scares. man. When I was in the Navy, they said, every, they said everybody was a fire, like we had to fight fires in boot camp. Yeah. Like everybody's a firefighter. Oh, in the Navy, you're you in are. the Navy, yeah. And they put us out on this huge airplane, simulated airplane fire. Yeah. No, thank you. That was, that's, that's, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. It's like, you can't even imagine, like, for people that have never been, seen something like that or been that close to it. Yeah. It's, it's scary. Yeah. And see, I haven't yet. <clears throat> so I don't even know. But yeah. But really though, Dex, <clears throat> he was in the Navy. So let's just move on. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, come on. How hard was that? Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what, man? I did it for a reason. <laughs> Firefighter. <laughs> and I don't know. Did it for a reason, man. Well, I was in the 82nd Airborne and we jumped out of perfectly good airplanes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Stick me on a boat, drop me in the ocean. No, nope. sit down. No, no, there. but I, I, all kidding aside, it, it is, man. Public service is the highest calling. My father taught me that. World War II vet, you know, he was an RN and then he worked in the state hospital for, uh, back then it was called the state hospital for the mentally retarded. We don't, we don't say that word anymore, but um, that's what it was. And he did that. He could have worked in hospitals anywhere but he decided to work for the state yeah and then basically an inst- a hospital for an institution yeah wow so good for yeah. you keep trying brother yeah i mean radio doesn't pay the bills anymore you look good too thanks man you really do yeah dude he was a he was in bad shape when he started working out like i mean do you have the picture you should show him the picture I'll show you the picture he's got this picture of him doing his sauna show and i mean he was in bad shape yeah, he was, was probably like two sixty. Nah, I was about two fifty five. I love no. it. I love it. Dude, the best part about this is honestly, every podcast, Buck, <laughs> two sixty. Right? Am I am I full of shit? I, I was just gonna say like <laughs> I was gonna say every podcast Buck increases ten pounds on you, <laughs> bro. Two sixty, two seventy, easy. It's tough, and it's tough. I don't. I had my knee replaced in April, mm-hmm. and um, I've had extensive knee surgery on it and i when i had my knee surgery i I know because they weighed me right before it i was 189 pounds and you know i'm i'm back up to 200 because it's tough but i'll get there Uh, i'm rehabbing um i miss being able to work out in the gym as much as i did uh but but i'm kind of getting slowly back to where i can work out and are you running because you're my doctor full. listening. I, I, no, he's probably not listening. I used to see you when I would see you at the gym. You were just like a running doing, machine on that treadmill, man. I did 30 miles a week. Yeah. 30 miles a week. And then literally April 9th, it ended because I went in and I've had a lot of complications with it because of the extent of the surgery. And so, yeah, it, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying. It's been difficult. It's been a challenge. You know, the thing, and you get this too. Um, it's mentally tough, man. Oh, man. I mean, I, I, I used to get that dopamine fix. I mean, it was like I loved that oh, rush that gosh. I got after the workout, and I miss that right yeah. now. So, uh, but I'll get there. It's it's taking me. I'm slowly coming back. I've had a couple of times where I've been. I was up to running 20 miles a week, and then I've had setbacks, and um, I have some serious mobility issues because of the scar tissue. But enough with that. Well, we'll on the, well, on the fact that uh, the fact that you did it on a treadmill is impressive yeah because that is mentally i had a very bad knee injury 34 35 years ago and i had the old school reconstruction 
where, you know, they filleted me on both sides of my leg, pins the whole nine yards. And literally it just caught up to me. The, the leg was covered in arthritis. I was bone on bone. I was able to overcome it. I couldn't run on the road, so I had to run on treadmills. Um, but I did it every single day, five miles a day. And then it was over. And so, I, as I said, I've had my little struggle getting back at it. And I've gained some weight back that um, I don't want. But uh, I'm committed to getting in there now and gradually getting it back to where I'm, I'm feeling better. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Good. We're uh, live at Pure Life. Sponsored. We're not really live. We're recording right now. Come on, man. Just right go. now when we're speaking. We are we're live. live. We are live. We are live. Yeah. We are live at <laughs> Pure Life. How many shops do you guys have in Albuquerque? Currently have, well, we have three in Albuquerque. Okay. And then- What um, are the locations? So we're at Eubank and Montgomery. Uh, the first store we opened is at Carlisle and Manol. Okay. And um, it is on the northeast corner. And then we opened this. We opened that in um, July of 16. Right. We opened up this location, Eubank and Montgomery, in July of 17. And then last October of 17, I think it was, uh, or 17, October of 18, we, um, we went in and partnered with one of the existing uh, producers, and we actually did a merger with them. Yeah. And then, so uh, there, there's a store now in Las Cruces, T or C, and we've since opened another store in uh, Farmington, and we have one at Tramway, and it's a 400 Tramway over okay. by the canteen. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's right there. That's a pure like life Skyview story. and yeah, yeah. And so we currently have before the state um, our request to open up our Alamogordo store, which mm -hmm. is completed, and very, very shortly uh, we should open the Rio Rancho store uh, because I'm just I'm waiting literally on a few more uh, signatures from the city and the blessing from the state, and then we should be opening up in Rio Rancho as well. And that's at 1,000 Golf Course, which is Southern and Golf Course. Yeah, remember old Ricky's? Yeah, Jim used to be. Yeah, yeah same yeah. place. Okay. Same place. How right. much more complicated does it get as you continue to open up more stores? Is it one of those things that it kind of stays steady or is it one of those things that's going to make yeah. your life? One thing busy? that we have going for us, and, and I talked about Ryan Gomez. Ryan is the, um, he runs our grow facilities. And I'm a kid here. Ryan was a firefighter. Um, I've known Ryan for over a decade. And, but he's one of these guys. He is such a perfectionist. You might be, probably remember Ricky. Ricky was an MMA fighter years ago. He lived with Little John. I mean, he's been in the, he was in the MMA community for a long time. He's a big guy. He's, I wouldn't mess with him. Uh, but he is a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And he learned this technique for growing. And he said, I'm going to uh, utilize that in Albuquerque when we open. And he grows some of the most high quality product in the country. Uh, it's just amazing what he learned and how he was able to implement that into this grow facility. You know, you talk about it. The other part of it as well is, you know, we've spent in the, the, the grow it's right now, probably it's approaching $2 million that we've put into it. Um, it's, I won't say it's, it's like an, it's like a clean room in Intel. Um, but as far as grow facilities go, it's it's as close as you can get state of the art yeah state of the art uh equipment um very 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 sanitary uh we put a lot of money to ensuring that um it's as clean as possible in those rooms um you know and, and the other thing i think that we've had going and i'll say this to you know um and let me also say um you guys know long dong yeah. he's a he's also as well uh with us and he's a grower he does our outdoor stuff and he does all the construction he's one of my partners and then the other partner is my son uh, it's darren but he goes by indy he runs all the stores he's yeah. in charge of all the retail and you know i i 
can honestly tell you that uh, the the everybody who works for us in the stores, they're just they're friendly. They, they just are very professional. Mm -hmm. They understand the product, um, and I watch them interacting with the patients that come in here. They know them. They know their families. Yeah. They know what they're going through. They understand their, their whatever the medical condition is, um, and 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 that's cool. That's just really cool, and um, and I appreciate it. And we're very very blessed to have some of the best employees that you could ask for. And I think they make the experience what it is, and and that's important. I mean, if we just want if you want to just grow cannabis, you can grow cannabis, um, but it takes a it takes a lot more commitment and a lot more money. If you want to grow high quality cannabis, and 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 we we believe that the patients deserve that. Where can I pick up a uh, application for a job? Is do I just right yeah, over here? here? So you can so get it. Yeah, maybe I'll do that before I leave. Remind me, Buck. I need a job. Well, you could just talk to Darren. I'm sure. Oh, you know. well, I mean, he he might know a guy. Just we're trying gonna, to be polite. Look, about we're going to get you in the Hummer. You're going to drive the Hummer today. <laughs> go drive. Yeah, go hey, drive, drive the Hummer. Yeah, but I need gas money for yeah, the Hummer. Well, so I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll float you twenty bucks. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, get that'll down the street. That'll get you one ride. <laughs> um. <laughs> Can you imagine me uh, Ubering in the Hummer? I, yeah. I mean, Why wouldn't you? I mean, I don't know. Sorry. <clears throat> I I went to the, uh, I was at the academy this morning, and I, I'm dying. I can't get that frog out of my throat. I was going to oh. make a. I, go ahead. I was going to make a joke, but go ahead. I'll just leave it alone. Yeah, It's fine. Firefighter jokes. Go ahead. No, it's Damn. okay. But I'm going to tell you, I am literally right now, I'm pissed off. Yeah. I came in here, you know, looking for it. But when you told me that, it pissed me off that somebody stole your car. Yeah, uh, and, it's and violating. It, it is. It's it, violating. You know, you work your ass off. That's exactly how I feel. And you know, it, it's you know, it's no different than you know somebody like a stealing a farmer's tractor. Yeah. I mean, you use that for your work, and it's just and it sucks. And it and it and you know something, you know, Mayor. I don't know if you're listening, but you got to get this together. Yeah. You got to turn the city yeah. around because people are going to leave. The, comp the big corporations aren't going to come here. Right. I mean, it's a shooting gallery. Every damn night you turn on the news, somebody else yeah. is dead. Yeah. You know, the, the property crimes are, it's, it's frustrating. It's yeah, very frustrating. I was listening the other morning. Um, who's, the, uh, who's the guy who does the morning show? At Bob Clark. Bob Clark. Mm -hmm. um, I was listening to, to, to his show, and he was talking about, you know, back in November there was a woman who was shot and killed in her car. She was going to the gym. Yep. And uh, some carjackers... Shot her in the head. Jeez. Her two sons are state police officers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Believable. I remember, I remember mm -hmm. he, reading. Yep. Still that haven't before. found. Still haven't found <clears throat> who did it. Um, but he just what? Yeah, he's leaving. Unbelievable. He was on the the, the husband. Yeah, he, yeah. He's leaving. Yeah, and I don't blame. He's moving. Him. I don't blame him. Yeah, I yeah, and I don't either. Yeah, and I think you're going to see it more and more as people go. You know what? I, come on, man. Yeah, I, I, your safety. I think the fundamental role of government, the fundamental role of government is to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. Is that, that we, you know, trash pickup, good roads to, that all day, none of that matters. Is if you live in your home and you feel like you have to arm yourself, like your special forces or SEALs, uh, just to be safe, that's not good. That has to change in our community. Our people are going to leave. Yeah. I, I mean, I hear it all the time. And um, yeah, it's, we... We're blessed. It's a beautiful city. It's a great climate, but it's dangerous. We are a violent city. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Speaking of violence, Conor McGregor, cowboy. Hold on, before yes. we get to that, do we have to uh, uh, take a break and do some? 
Let's let's take a break and let's uh, thank our sponsors. The podcast is brought to you by Waterstone Mortgage and the Michael Bowen team. If you guys need a loan to buy a home, you have to call an expert, all right? You just absolutely have to call an expert. Doing this for so many years after leaving radio, I got to tell you, the most important thing you'll do is hire not only a good realtor, but a good mortgage broker. Michael Bowen over at Waterstone Mortgage is a legit professional. If you have any questions about anything at all mortgage-related, call Michael Bowen. Give him a call today, 505-259-8326. That's 505-259-8326. Waterstone Mortgage and the Bowen team, proud sponsor of the Buck and Dex podcast. Yes, Pure Life. We're at Pure Life right now. Six locations. Six locations, soon to be eight. Soon to be eight. Thank you guys for uh, for sponsoring us. And, you know, just as far as, like, the product that they have, these guys, I believe you guys probably have the most strains in yeah. stock versus yeah. any other medical dispensary in the state, and hands want, down. And we want to keep it that way. Yeah. It's about choices, because remember, this is this is medicine. Yeah. And we want people to have options. Right. And, and it's not a one-size-fits-all. And, you know, we've got a lot of people come in, they never smoke marijuana in their life. Never. And they don't smoke. Mm-hmm. And so we have to have other options. We call them ingestion options. Right. And so that's why we, you know, we have the chocolates and- uh, The gummies. You know, and even a vape. Because yeah. vaping is a lot easier than it is to, sure. to smoke just flour. So along that line, the vape stuff, we've heard a lot of stuff in the news recently about people having- lung issues with vape stuff. So you guys actually carry the Bloom vape pens, right? And Elevated. And Elevated. And Elevated. Those are, and we have a Pure Life uh, uh, brand as well. And as you said, tested. And and the one thing that's come out uh, is that it's the vitamin E acetate. And none of these products have that. Yeah. Um, And they are, there's an extraction technique that they use to get that oil that is uh, very sophisticated, very expensive, is it the, so it's the CO2, right? CO2, yeah. The butane was the old way that they did it, yeah, right? Yeah, and it was very dangerous because people right. got blown up. Yeah. Um, and so, and then again, we everything that we do um, is sent to an independent laboratory and tested yeah. to make sure that it's safe. Uh, and I'll tell you, it's, um, you know, it, it, it was unfortunate, but it, it, it appears that it was isolated to these, the, the black market. Um, right. You know, the other thing too is crazy about it is that they were literally taking legitimate companies, uh, especially in California. Mm-hmm. And I think one of them was, uh, I can't remember the name specifically, but they were, they were actually imitating their packaging. Oh, wow. And, and so they'd make these cheap, you know, they're probably getting all their, their chemicals and their products from China. I was just going to uh, say it's probably China. And reproducing the packaging to make it look legitimate, um, but just loaded with vitamin E and, uh, yeah, and so, but I think you're going to see they're cracking down on them, yeah, and, and they should. But, but going back to it, it's um, you know we have chocolates, mm-hmm. uh, and and for some people, the one thing about taking a chocolate versus uh, smoking the flour is uh, the way I explain it, it's like time release, right? Because you're digesting it in your system, um, and and that's what I do. I eat chocolate uh, if I if I'm at a point where I'm just having trouble sleeping or whatever, I'll I'll take a, a 10 milligram piece of chocolate. We call that microdosing. And so I'm able to control how much THC I put in my bloodstream because I know what I need for it to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it, it's slow. It's slowly. It's like time release. Right. And so it comes on a little bit slower. I never notice whether I'm high or not because I'm asleep. Yeah. Um, and so and it works. And I said so. 
for everybody, it's different. Um, but I will still tell you, and we said the number one thing we sell here, as you can see up on that board, is flour. Flour, yeah. It's the number one, and it, and it always will be. How about CBD? You guys. So the state does not allow us to sell anything in this store in Pure Life that is derived from the hemp uh, of another state. And so just recently, New Mexico started growing hemp. So everything time. that we had that had CBD in it, those plants were grown in Colorado. And so they came in last year or the year before, well, actually it's two years ago, and said no more CBD, where the, the hemp was grown in Colorado. It violates our rules. So we opened up Canacare next door. Uh, one, it's, it's actually, we have uh, medical providers there that do the, the, the examinations, the, the referrals as we call them. So they can sit down if you have one of the conditions you can sit down with them and they go over your medical records and they can uh, they can attest that you have a medical condition that meets the program and you can get a card. The other, if you don't have medical records, we do what's called PTSD evaluations. And that's a little takes a little bit longer, but you meet with somebody that has a specialty in that field and they can say, you are somebody that meets the criteria for PTSD. Um, and then um, we put our CBD products in there because it's become very, very popular, especially in this town. Now, I'm going to tell you, right, disclaimer, we use what's called CBD isolate to make our CBD products. And that does not have THC in it. It's been extracted out of it through the process. But, I'm, but I will never tell somebody who's in a job that has the potential for drug testing to use CBD products. Because I don't want to be those like, it's 99%, it's 99.9% uh, CBD, no THC. And that I'm going to get that one person come in and go, I got drug tested and I popped hot. So I don't. But I also know there are a lot of people in this community that are in those types of jobs and they use CBD isolate. Um, But, you know, the the CBD and and I tell you what, with all my knees, it helped me. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. Inflammation. Yes. All that. I I can't tell you. If you go on my desk right now, there's two jars of it because I'll be sitting there and I'll lock my door and pull my pants down and put it all over my knees yeah because they'll start hurting and i still have arthritis and the other leg and yeah it works do you guys sell the cream sorry i just said i pulled my pants down i didn't want that to yeah i thought maybe you're gonna talk about you like i I accidentally jerked off or something (laughs) in my office (laughs) (laughs) i didn't mean to i just accidentally did it would that really be an accident (laughs) yeah (laughs) could i say that was an accident um do you guys sell the thc creams here because we do now okay yeah in here yeah. Uh, on this side, anything with THC in it, you have to have a card. Right. Okay. And so, yeah, on this side we do, um, they're, you know, they're just not as popular because a lot of people, um, you know, they're going to, if they're suffering, if it's a, it's a chronic pain yeah. issue, they're either going to use the flour or they're going to use the chocolate, um, the candies, whatever it is. I'll they're, tell you what though, that shit works, man. Those THC creams, mm-hmm. that shit works. Yep. They do. And I'll tell you, I'm, you, you know, I've had this. Knee surgery multiple times. I'm a, I've had back surgery. And and guys, you know, and, and I, I, the person we make fun of. Uh, Ricky. Uh, was the one who introduced yeah. me to it. Mm-hmm. And you were there. I think you were there. I was at a fight at Ricky's house. Yeah. And I had a flare up in my neck and from my back injury. And Ricky was trying to get me to use a cream. And I was like, come on, dude. No, I can't do it. And, and I was retired. Yeah. And he literally was like, shut up, dude. He's like, you are, what are they? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're outside, Darren. They're coming yeah. in. They're going to kick down the door because you put, <laughs> you put THC cream on your neck. And I was like, God, you're just an ass. Yeah. Um, but I did it uh, because I wanted to watch the fights. And I put the cream on and and I literally went, 
you kidding me? Sorry. <laughs> you kidding me? You were right. Yeah. And then I put it on a little bit more and I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I became sold on it. Yeah. That I, stuff's legit, man. It yeah, works. It does. It, it's, I said, I, I'm, I, I, and I'll tell you this guys. Yes. I am somebody who was a law enforcement officer. And I, you know, I left my job uh, working for Gary Johnson as the head of the state police because I had a disagreement with him over not just Gary didn't want to just talk about legalizing marijuana. He's talking a lot about he's not legalizing all drugs, but yet my position was clear. I didn't support him on the decriminalization, and I, and I'm not. I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong. I didn't understand, um, you know, the 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 medicinal value of the product. And you know, like a lot of people, I'm like, yeah, sure, it's got medicinal value. Sure, you can't see it, it does, but it does. Yeah, and and I'm not. I'm I'm big enough to say, I was wrong. Yeah, I was absolutely wrong about it. And I can tell you, as somebody who for 15 years was prescribed opioids uh, to deal with it. It's yeah. kind of funny, isn't it? Uh, you know, I'm not supposed to have a gun because I, I use a schedule one narcotic. Seriously. And, and I have a ridiculous amount of guns and I'm not giving them up. Nobody gave a damn that I took opioids yeah. to deal with my chronic pain. Nobody, nobody questioned me, but oh my God, you, you smoke a little bud. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You can't have a gun. Yeah, it's like I said, it's there are still I just seen the DEA come out with something because of Is the, this still schedule one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, so I there is dumb. a the, the head of the DEA in El Paso is <clears throat> is warning New Mexico not to legalize recreational. And that's still, you know, that whole thing, it's the devil's lettuce. Right. Stop. You know, the whole reefer madness. And it's like, I will tell you, as the the as long as I was in law enforcement, I would much rather deal with somebody that smoke bud than somebody who was drunk yeah. and, and ridiculous and they, somebody high on PCP, yes. crack, meth, meth, whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever. And so, yeah. And so we still, it's still out there. Look, opinion has changed dramatically. Yeah. There's no question. And, and I'll tell you, I'm, we, we don't name people because this is a, it's HIPAA. We, we recognize HIPAA. I have a lot of police officers that come in here. I have a lot of firefighters retired both retired that come in here yeah. because let me tell you something. We see things you can never unsee. Yeah. yeah. We are confronted with situations that if I just even, I could sit here and tell you and I, and I, you would literally, you'd throw up. Yeah. Um, but that stays with you. I drive around the city and I sit, look at buildings. I look at apartment. You remember, and I remember, things. yeah, I remember they, they stay with me forever. And, and because of it, a lot of people suffer from it. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I also knew a lot, a lot of cops over my lifetime that they medicated through alcohol and some of them aren't here anymore because yeah. you can't do it. My uncle Rick, he was a flight nurse in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada for I don't know, almost 30 years. And uh, just last year I was back at my parents' house and he was, he was there and he has night terrors. He's retired now, has night terrors. Uh, he has a card. He has a medical marijuana card. And the night... He finally went and got some more chocolate because he eats the chocolate. No night terrors. Slept through the night, woke up feeling great. But the first night I was there and I heard those night terrors. Yeah, it's real. Holy cow, yeah. man. Yeah. You know what's crazy? The one I still have, I still have this dream where um, <laughs> I, I'm in a situation that's hot and it's a hot call and I have they're shooting at me and I go to shoot them and, and my gun doesn't fire oh. and I'm afraid to bring that up with my therapist. Cause that might even mean something else, but 
That's a joke, man. Come on. I know. Just, come I, on, yeah. But luckily there's pills for that now. Yes, there are. So, but no, I'm, I'm serious. I do. I, I, you, that's what, it's one of the, like you, as a cop, you get these dreams where you, you can't get your gun out of your holster. It's yeah. just, it's stuck and right. it, it like wakes you up and you're like, oh my God. Uh, it's, um, and, and then, you know, not so much the, 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 I, you know, I, I wouldn't say like the, the things that I saw, but, but I do, as I said, you know, you don't forget. And then it makes you think about it. Cause I drive by those places and I go, God, I remember that. Yeah. I totally remember that, you know, where you find bodies and, um, yeah, you just, as I said, it, it's, and so this is here and why not, if you're retired, um, it's a better alternative than a, a some crazy cocktail of narcotics and, and other psychotic drugs. Man, I can't, I, I can't tell you how many people I've known. I mean, I, I, I came from. A, a background of like hard drug addiction, you know, for years and years yeah. and years. And <clears throat> I can't tell you how many people I know that have died, you know, yeah. uh, pills and booze, man. I mean, just medicating with alcohol and then you take the wrong, the wrong dosage of pills and you don't wake up. Yeah. I mean, it's just, aren't it's there, out there. Aren't there a few states that are now supporting firefighters and police officers to... Uh, it's hard. It is hard. Active but. duty because you've got, again, you're dealing with weapons right. and things like, so I don't, you'll never see that. You know. What they are trying to protect is so. that, um, you know, I like to see this thing with the weapons. I mean, and that will be, I think, addressed. Someday Congress will realize that it's a not a Schedule One narcotic. Um, but, you know, that's a, it's, that's also a, a testament of how bad Congress is in Washington. They're so far behind their times. Um, but uh, they are trying to give if you don't work in what's called like a safety sensitive position, uh, the states are trying to give protections for people. Um, and I go back to this whole thing. It's like, look, if, if, if it's okay, you know, to take Percocet and Vicodin to deal with the legitimate injury, uh, why isn't it okay to use cannabis? Yeah. I mean, that, it, it just doesn't make any damn sense. When do you think they'll, uh, like if you had to wave a magic wand and guess, when do you think, Somebody in a position of power, you know, in Washington is going to say, okay, enough is enough. Let's, let's stop the prohibition. Let's just do this. <sighs> yeah, will we see it in our lifetime? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think what, here's what I think they'll end up doing. As Congress starts to change mm-hmm. with the times. As they die off. Um God, I mean, there's just some of them need to go. They man. need to have fucking For term real. limits, man. Exactly. Crazy. I think what you'll end up seeing someday is Congress will say, "Look, we're going to allow the states to regulate uh, cannabis." Yeah, you know, we're still, you know, certain drugs, you know, cocaine, methamphetamines, heroin, heroin, yeah. all that stuff is going to be Schedule One as it relates to to um, as it relates to cannabis. Let the states deal with it. It's up to them how they want to regulate it. If they do, if they don't, whatever, it's up to them. Yeah. And I think that's what we'll probably see. Uh, uh, Cory Booker has a bill very similar like that. Does he? Yeah. That, um, he dropped out, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, and it's actually, you know, it, it was getting some traction. The other thing we're trying to work on is, you know, he, uh, these right now, New Mexico, the cannabis industry is about $125 million a year. And we have one bank. Yeah, because of these crazy banking regulations, yeah. nobody wants to take take cannabis money. But we're fortunate; we have one bank in our state that does do banking with us, mm-hmm. and the the Congress is also trying to address that as well. I mean, that's a that's a safety issue. You don't want these places, 
Oh, you know, yeah. D- dealing in, it's a lot of cash. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's insane. Yeah. And so we're hopeful that that will change. There has been some movement in Congress on that. And so we're we're hopeful that will change as well. Yeah. You guys take cryptocurrency here? We do not. Oh. No. Maybe you no. can think about it. We don't take chickens. We don't take roosters. Cryptocurrency though, man. It's, ah, it's not into big. It. It's happening. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Buck, I remember, so when Bitcoin first came out, I tell the story all the time. Buck, but we were doing the radio show and he goes, hey, uh, 100 bucks, Bitcoin. And I'm like, Bitcoin? What What was that? 08, 09 or when something? When it came out, 09. Yeah. Did you buy 100 bucks worth? No. Oh. No, but then we found out if, you know, at the, at the top, if we would have put 100 bucks in. I think it was selling for like 0.003 cents a coin. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, we, we should probably And I this. laughed at him. I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> what do you think that hundred bucks would have got? A hundred bucks right now, that would probably be worth twenty five, thirty million. What's Way wrong to go, with you, dickhead? Man. Nice job, guys. <laughs> yeah, nice job. Yeah, yeah, dude. I would have, I would have just replaced your. Uh, your yeah. car with a, I don't know, a Lambo yeah. or something. Exactly. Yeah. You could Uber what and Lambo. It, man. And then you could just laugh at me. Would've. You should have done it. And then you could have laughed at me. And I could have been the, the, the loser <laughs> that didn't invest. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, before I rudely interrupted you. Yes. This um, is kind of a special edition episode of the podcast, too, because we have two big things happening besides being at Pure Life. We have the NFC and AFC championships happening on Sunday. And tonight... We have UFC 246. Yeah. Mm, Conor McGregor. You know, I've dreaded this day for a very, very long time. <laughs> I told you, man. I, I, I gave you fair warning when we, I dreaded when this we day talked about time. this before we did the show. I said, you know, we are going to bust your balls. This is what I don't get, Darren. About this. Okay, because Darren White is a Conor McGregor. He's great, Irish. Man. He's I- I get it. Third generation. Here's what I don't understand, though. When it comes down to local, our boy Cowboy. Love he, him. Yes. I love him. You have to go. You have to. I don't care how much you love Connor. You have to go. You have to support our local, local boy. You have to. Okay. I mean, you can do whatever you want, of course, but no, I feel no, like- It you, is America. Yeah. Is. I mean, I feel I like you is, should. Yeah. You should I know, support no, the it, local. This is difficult for me. Yes. I watched Connor in his fight, first fight in 2013 in Ireland, and I went, oh my God, this is what I've been waiting for. I need somebody from the motherland to step up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, um, and uh, and he did. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you know, I fly my Irish flag every time he fights. Yeah, I, I mean the the tricolor is out, um, and so it's difficult me because I, you know, I love, I I think Donald Cerrone is one of the hardest working people in the world, and I admire him so much. And so I, I, it's just tough. It really is tough. And but I I have my Connor shirt on right now. Yeah, I do. So you'll be, will you be bummed if Connor loses? How are you going to feel if he I don't loses? Know. You don't know how I'll you're going to feel. I'll be happy for, I will be yeah. happy for It kind of seems like it would be a win-win, really. I'll be happy because, for Cowboy, yeah. but, I, but the problem with it is, guys, as you know, this is an opportunity for Connor to get another title fight. And so it's an important fight for him. I mean, it is. Look, man, he's, he's got his, he's got his, his proper, tw- I mean, he doesn't need it. That's, I mean, he's making a lot of money. He's going to win. I don't think his heart is where it used to be. Oh, I, I don't think so either. Exactly. It's not, it's not, he's not the hungry Conor McGregor exactly. that he was. That now, takes of course, a he lot made, off. And, but, but the thing about Conor is, you know, he, he easily could go, and you know this, and I don't want that to happen. He could walk into that ring and win in 45 seconds. Yeah. He really could. Yeah. He's dangerous. Um, so is Donald. Cowboy is dangerous as well. 
Um, this is the opportunity for Donald to push through because everybody has said, like, you can't get the big I know, fight. I, I do, and it's like, I disgust myself. I disgust myself. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> I get that. But I, 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 you know how ridiculous I am. Um, I posted a picture today of Ricky in the studio from The Edge where he lost a bet with me and he had to wear my Conor McGregor shirt and, and my flag. And, and he was taking some shots at me today on Facebook and I posted the picture and, and I, and I warned, I have more, I, I will continue to post pictures if Ricky doesn't stop. But, uh, and I'm going to, and, and, you know, I think Donald will see them and realize that, wow, Ricky was supposed to be my bro, <laughs> uh, but he's not, he's got Connor and stuff on and what is this? <laughs> but, uh, but it is tough. It really is because, yeah. um, you know, I want to see Connor get that title fight. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I'm upset at myself because I didn't go. Yeah. I should have gone. Yeah, he's out there now. Actually, he yeah, wins, he is. Yeah, so. and we all hate him. Was I didn't I didn't um, watch any of the uh, conference? You know the uh, the pre post the post know, fight. Yeah, the pre fight. Rather pre fight. Um, was Connor talking smack to Cowboy at all? Because no, from what I've seen, they didn't. They really no, did right? not at all. That, I don't think that's it, not no. the Connor. It was like game. a hug fest. Not like Connor. Even at the weigh-ins, you know, it was yeah. so much respect. You I will tell you this though, Connor, and I'm not I'm not making any I'm not suggesting anything by this comment. Connor looks huge. Oh. Yeah, he looks. He's big. Yeah, he looks big. Yeah, there's no question. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, he can't. Uh, he can't ever go back down to 45. I mean, no, I mean, he could. But I know I don't. It would not. Too be much easy. lobster butter is what it too is. Too much. Not healthy. Not healthy yeah. at all. So yeah, it's tough, guys. It is. It's really tough. But you know, I I I I want Connor to win. What's your prediction? Uh, I think it's first round. First round. Really? Yeah, I do. I do. Wow. And I just say, look, I'm I'm. It's not just that's not just my heart. That's my head. Um, you know, Cowboy's kind of on the, you know, he's, are you saying he's on the tail end of his career? I, God, guys, you're putting me in such a hard spot here. <laughs> yes, I do. I think he is. Um, you know, and, and I think that makes it tough. Um, but, but if, if Cowboy won, and it sounds cheesy, but I can't be disappointed for Cowboy at all. It's kind of a win-win for you really, um, if you think about it, yeah, because I, but I, I mean, but if I Connor to, won, you I, would be happy. Yes. If Donald won, I wouldn't be disappointed for Donald. You would Absolutely be happy, not. and I'd want him to get a title fight that he deserves if he does that. Um, and then I'd also want Connor to stop. I'd Just, want him to stop. Yeah. If you want to go fight Mayweather again and make two hundred million, do it. No, the new thing now is they're talking about him and Pac Man fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because you know what, though, man, it's like you know, and I, I've fallen, I've fallen off, guys. I'm not watching it as much as I used to watch it. No, it just upsets me. These purses really bother me. I, I'm, I'm starting to, I'm. They got to change that, man. They well, got to make it better for these guys. And and the other thing too is you remember, and you guys all know, Kathy introduced me to it. I come, my grandfather was a fighter, yeah, and so I, I'm, a, I'm a purist. And yeah. so when she first, you know, took me to to watch the fights, I made a comment to her like, you know, so when are they going to throw in the chairs? And she literally looked at me in disgust. You thought it was, I, yeah. I literally you was thought like, it was fake. Man, this girl's going to walk away from yeah. me like because I'm a jackass. <laughs> um, and but it was the first fight. I went, I watched, and I went. I literally walked out and I told her, I said, I got to say something to you. This is the end of boxing. Yeah. This could be the end of boxing. And then, of course, they put it on every three days. I mean, and yeah, it's just kind of saturated much. and yeah. um, it's a little much. But um, but I also know they they need, you know, I see people bitching because Connor's making what, two or three million. He's making three million for this fight off of just guaranteed purse. Yeah. That's not the back end money he's going to make. And, and, and I get it. I, I hate the disparity. But I also need to tell the UFC needs Connor. Mm. Oh, U- yeah. Because they, it's just like John Jones. Get over yourself. John Jones 
is a huge pay-per-view draw. He's the greatest a, fighter. He's the greatest yes. mixed martial artist of all yeah. time. And everybody's like, Hands you know, down. Oh, oh my God, <clears throat> Dana's kissing his ass, and he just wants him back in the in the octagon. Duh. Yeah, of course yeah. he does. <laughs> of course he does. Um, so you got Connor, you got John Jones. Tell me some. Tell me another name. They talk a gigantic pay per view draw. That's it. It's those yeah, two. Well, it would be anybody. Brock Lesnar, but I mean, he oh, can't, he did can't you say stay off the my sauce. boy? Yeah, my boy Brock. <laughs> yeah, you know I was a Brock guy. I know. I got a Were lot. Were you of, a Brock guy? I was totally wow. a Brock guy. Brock's my boy. Um, yeah, he doesn't need to do that though either. No. I don't want to see Brock back. You know, I don't want to see Tito. Yeah, I don't. I, I, Brock doesn't like to get hit in the face. I mean, nobody likes to get punched in the face, but you could especially tell when he fought, when he, when somebody would touch him on the face, like he did not like that. Yeah, like no, this is, no. this is not his calling. Yeah, no, John no, Jones, no. Conor McGregor. Is Brock know, still George wrestling? Is he still yeah, he's still wrestling, <laughs> making stupid money. Yeah, makes stupid money. But yeah, that's part of the thing is that there's not. You know, when we used to watch 10 years ago, every fight was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Every name on the card, you knew who they were and you loved it. And it, it's just, it's lost. <laughs> and, of course, you go, oh, the, the Fertitas and Dana are the smartest people in the world because right. they sold it for $5 billion. Well, you know, to your point, the whole Conor McGregor thing, that year leading up to it, that 18 months leading up to it was when he was just on a tear. And that was a huge part of what helped drive up the price for them to be able right. to sell it for $4.2 billion. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it, you know what? I, I, let's just hope this. And, and, and Holly. I was just going to say, a tough Holly fight, Holmes. Man. It's a she's type also of, you know, She's fighting, fighting Rocky. Penny. And, mm-hmm. You know, she beat Hawk. You know, remember she beat Rocky? Yeah. Um, you know, same thing. You know, she's 38. God, uh, she she's 38. Amazing. Jeez. I mean, yeah. Right? Oh, she's a different breed of human. I, it's I mean, just, it, dude, it's like a freak of nature when really you see her at weigh-ins. You're like, yeah. God dang, Holly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But this is one thing. And I saw Holly months ago uh, at the grocery store, and we're talking. And the one thing you always say about Holly, it doesn't matter who she's fighting. She's so dangerous. And that's what happened with Rhonda. Yeah. No matter what fight she's in, if, if she clicks... She can beat anybody at any time. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I hope she needs that tonight. This is an important fight for her. Um, and so I, I'm going to say I, my prediction is I think she beats Rocky again. Oh, yeah. How old is Rocky? She's, she's young. younger. She's, young. she's, young. she's like yeah. 28, wow. 29, 20, right in there. 29, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think Holly wins. Holly knows what this fight means. Yeah. Yeah. And so and she looks great. She looks ready. Oh yeah, I don't know about the from the mental side of it because that's a big part of it. Yeah, um, and we all know the same thing with Donald. Um, I don't know about that look that he had going on there yesterday, Cowboy. What was that? Yeah, you that know, was, that was. I was talking to somebody last night. I'm talking to my buddy Nick about about Donald's like demeanor yeah. at the press conference, and there's something I don't know, not uh, clicking. Something a little bit yeah. off. I I, I I I mean, obviously, I want to see Donald go in there and just you know slobber not Conor McGregor. Yeah. I just I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know. God hates you. I don't know how. <laughs> what's that? God hates you. <laughs> I don't know how Donald's gonna show up. Yeah, I just don't. But then that's a fair, fair yeah. assertion. Oh yeah, because we all know about five six years ago that was a question. Mm. Yeah, 
Like who is who is what Cowboys going to show up? Well, he, he even he, said that. You know what? He said that at the press conference. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he said, "We'll see which Donald. We'll see which Cowboys show up." Oh, I'm up. sorry, I did not hear because we used to say, "Yeah," because you know we love Cowboy and we've we've all he's you know he's been here ten years with us, right? At least at yeah. least ten years, and we all remember when he showed up. Yeah, um, you know, and everybody recognized right away that guy's going to be good. Mm. He's just. He's that kind of guy that, that you grew up with that you knew, like, you could literally just punch him square in the face and he'd smile at you. Yeah. yeah. He was like that guy. He's yeah, like, a cowboy. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly. That's, that's, you um, know, I grew up in Montana. Those, they yeah. were everywhere, man. Yeah, and no. they just love to fight. I mean, you're Irish. So let's know? hope, let's hope for any, if anything, let's hope for a great fight. That's all. Yeah. All I know is Donald had Yair training with him for this fight. Oh, see, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I think that kid's impressive. Yeah. And he's kind of Connorish the way he, yeah, his fluidity in the ring, in Very, the cage, and actually, when you say that, you're absolutely right. Yeah, um, yeah that kid's—he's pretty to watch, man. He's yeah. pretty to watch. He's the Mexican James Bond, man. Yeah, That's why somebody sent me a picture of him with it was like him and Ricky and somebody else, and he was in a tux, and I was like, he's like the Mexican James yeah. Bond, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. I, he's probably not struggling down there to get no. the ladies. No, he's like going to go into uh, politics down there. I think. God bless him. Yeah. Man. God bless him. Yeah, he's going to be in politics. Oh, now. and he'll win. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's a hometown yeah. hero, that's for sure. Are you going to go to the event out at the Star Center in February? I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to try. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I still love it. I do. It's uh, nothing like the live events. Nothing like the live yeah, events. Yeah, and we got, we got Dodson, Matter of fact, you, my Lando. First, my first UFC fight was 14 or 15, and it was Cowboy out in Vegas. Wow. And um, yeah. So you're right. It, if you've never been live, you yeah. go. That live event. It's nuts. Yeah, it is it's amazing. At, it, is the, it is as close to a circus. Of, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, the yeah. atmosphere. Energy. The Thunderdome. So much Electric. energy. Yeah. It's lovely. The Thunderdome. Good <laughs> it's good. They put on a good show. Yeah. yeah. They do. That's yeah. one thing they do. They put on a good show. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So are you, you a football fan? I am. I'm a Giants fan. So right now I'm kind of in mourning and, uh, you know, we're rebuilding. I think you guys have uh, your rebuilding is going to go well. I think between uh, uh, your quarterback Danny Dimes and and uh, Saquon Barkley, I think yeah. you guys probably will get there faster than other teams rebuilding. Yeah. I, I I hope so because you know I, I I'm one of those guys that like I think like the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, the Bears, the Chiefs, uh, you know they should all be good. Those old teams yeah. that have been around forever should always be good. Yeah. I mean, no matter what happens, they should never have a lose, losing seat. Like the Browns. I, it's, they should be good. Um, you know, but, but I do want to say something. Um, and, and I may ruffle some feathers, but I need Major League Baseball to strip the Houston Astros of their 2017 title. Oh. Because they had to go through my Yankees, who were up three games <laughs> to two. And they cheated their way Trash can lids. to the American League championship title. And this injustice cannot stand. And I know everybody's going to go, but Alex Bregman. These buzzer-wearing bastards cheated my team. So were they wearing, I heard that they were talking about, like, were there devices that they were wearing well, to notify them of the pitches? Major League Baseball said that the rumor was that they had buzzers on their chest to 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 signal to them and it must be like one buzz two buzz you know uh, curveball fastball oh, whatever it was right all right so we all know that the evidence was overwhelming that this 
took place with the with the cameras and they were with they were signal signaling to the batters what to expect what pitch to expect and if you and if you don't understand baseball it, the, the you are constantly as a batter understanding what the pitch count is and what this pitcher throws you study them constantly to try because they throw the baseball 100 miles an hour and if you're expecting a 100 mile an hour fastball you can make you you can hit it versus a splitter or a curve whatever yeah that you don't understand the advantage you have in baseball if you know what's know going on. Know what pitch is coming. Right. right. And so, remember the uh, uh, Bull Durham? Oh, yeah. When Kevin Costner tells yeah. the batter, uh, hey, yeah. he's going to throw you a curveball. Yeah. And then when he hits it, he slams it over the fence. And he gets pissed at him for uh, sitting there, you know. Telling him. Gloating. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> because he knew what the pitch was. Yeah. And that's cheating. Yeah. And I'm sorry, the players had to be involved in it. Uh, because they were the ones getting the signals. Now they said they were banging trash cans. Yeah, how Seriously, do they? So how how can you realistically rectify that situation at this point? I mean, you, can, I, can Major League Baseball actually players strip them need, of the title? Yeah, but you have to you have <clears throat> to discipline the players, right? Not just the coaches and the general manager. They were all fired, but the players as well. Yeah, because if, if because you know what, if you love the game of baseball, and if you're a professional player, I'll tell you this pisses me off right now. You cheated the game, and you tell don't tell me you love baseball as a professional player, and you're getting the signals given to you. No, you're not a professional baseball player. You're a cheater. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry you don't love the game if you allow that to happen. And the players need to be they need to be disciplined for it. And I know everybody's like, you're just a Yankee fan. Yeah, I am, but I'm also a baseball fan. I feel for the Dodger fans who lost the World Series. Uh, you know, that's it's not fair. And I just think that they, you know, baseball wasn't sure. Look, they knew how bad this was. They they got it. This was horrible because it was a year they won the World Series. But the coach, the GM, and a couple of others, to me, it's not enough. Well, you had to offer, there had to be some kind of blood sacrifice for that. Yeah. I mean, and I get, they you probably know, figured that would be yeah. what would appease everybody. And they can start over from there. And I, and I think, but I think they need to be stripped of the title at least. Yeah. At a minimum, because we all know that it, it's, it is clearly through the evidence that they were cheating, they were being signaled, and the players had to be involved in it because they were the ones getting the signals. I think what they should do is just move the team to New England. Yes. Wow. Yeah, stick them up there with the Patriots. And so and, keep all the cheaters in one place. Yeah, keep <laughs> them all up there. Yep, I'm agree. I totally agree. Well, because it went to Boston after that, too. Like, the Red Sox yeah. were implicated in that after that. Yep. Yeah, and the, the, so the manager, of the uh, uh, the manager of the Red Sox, and now the manager of the uh, the Mets, who never even coached a game, who was uh, God, it just slipped my. I'm sorry, it slipped my name, but he was fired this week right. as well. Um, and so, yeah. as I said, there have been consequences, but why are the players all getting away with it? Why are they getting a pass on it? And, and most importantly, as I said, they're just being it, good soldiers, and they're doing what they're told. Yeah, but it's uh, you know, you step up and you say no, it's cheating the game. And you don't tell me you love baseball like many of us do who live for it and cheat it. Sorry. Yeah. You know, right. back when I played football and basketball. Oh, my God. I was, Here we uh, go. Yeah. What? No, I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know. Oh, I had a great story. No, no, now no. That we've, you know what, man? He's like. Now that we put your listeners to sleep. He's Al, he's Al Bundy when it comes to <laughs> these oh sports God. stories. Oh, you know, I was all conference, you know. He played, played both, both sides, sides of the ball. ball. See what I mean? You know, running back, right yeah. side linebacker. It was an eight-man. I played eight-man football. You Did know? you really? Yeah, different game, man. Different yeah. game than 11. Yeah, well, you were from Montana. Yeah, not a lot of people up there. Yeah, not a lot <laughs> of people. Cows not a lot buffalo. of schools up there. There was a, not a lot of playing against baby there. buffalo. There was a conference that had six. Yeah. 
Six. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, you, like, fun, don't, don't you have like one congressman from that state too? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 All right. Enough said. So, yeah. uh, you watching yeah. Yellowstone with Kevin Costner? Hey, I do not. Stop. You should watch it. It's All good. Right. Actually, Yellowstone is really good. Okay, I got it's it down. Legit. Mm-hmm. No, we've been, I've been told need to watch. Really it. good. It's, it's it's on the list. Right. But tomorrow, What's AFC tomorrow? Championship, oh. NFC Championship. Yeah. I am a lifelong Chiefs fan. It's been fifty years. Since they won Super Bowl four. 50 years. They were in the very first Super Bowl against Green Bay and lost. It's got to happen. After last weekend, I'm a believer. I'm, I've always loved this kid. Uh, I, 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 you know, he, it, he's good. Yeah. But I will tell you, that was, that was crap freakish. of legend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went, oh. 24. Oh man, it's going to be one of them games. Everybody's going to go, what the hell happened? Then slowly but surely. And, and I'll tell you what, I don't care who you are. You tell me the football gods were not watching down when that ball on that went after they went down 20, 24 to nothing. nothing. And that ball popped out. No, it was it 24 to seven because they kicked off and that ball popped out. Oh yeah. Of the hands of that. Re- whoever was returning. That was the gods of football reaching yeah. in and popping that ball. They got out. it on like it was crazy the yard line or something yeah. like that. So, yeah, it's, my, great. it's my, great. My brother, uh, my brother uh, sent me a Travis Kelsey jersey right after Christmas, and he was like, "Here's this is a gift for you for the playoff." Large, and I went and put it on that day when they were playing the Texans, and I started watching the game. I even took a picture of it. I'll He's show you. He's responsible, actually. I'm well, responsible for the turnaround the as well. Yes. Yeah, yes. I turned it around. Like, I told Dex the yeah. story last week, and he said I was full of shit. But you know what? I'm a believer now. You know what? I think you are. They went down 24 nothing. I went and I took the jersey off. I laid it on the corner of my bed. I called. I sent my brother a text. I said, "Hey, just so you know, I think that jersey you sent me is defective. You need to send it back and get me a new one." And as soon as I took it off, the game turned around. You can't around. put it back on now. You know that, right? I know. Because I'm a stupid, yeah. you know, playing baseball for all the years that I did. I'm going to. super, super stupid. I'm going to put super, it super, back yeah. exactly where it was sitting on the yeah. bed. Yeah. And it's going to stay there through the remainder of yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. No, it's that you need Hasn't to Hasn't moved, huh? Oh, yeah. No, I. Stay in there. Wow. When I watch the Yankees play, I literally will turn the TV on and off 40 times. <laughs> Yeah, because I can't. I'm, I'm jinxing. That's so yeah. I'm jinxing them right now. And if I turn it on, they do something good. Oh, I'm good. And then they're doing something. I turn it off, and it's like because I think I'm jinxing them. I know that I have. Yeah. I need therapy a lot of it. I am not. But you I'm, both need therapy. I'm, I'm not allowed to wear. You know. So what's your prediction? Uh, you've oh, got. Oh no, it was decided last week. Kansas City. It was decided twenty four nothing. Okay. It's over. Wow. And then what about the San Francisco Green Bay game? What do you What are you seeing there? You know, I, I still think Rodgers is tough. I just think he's he's just such a tough quarterback. They got handled by San Francisco last time they played. Yep. However, where are they Aaron playing? Rodgers. They're playing in, playing they playing, in Green Bay. Playing in Green Bay. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is, God, man, he can just be a freak. He is a freak. Yeah. Yeah, he's a freak. So I, I think San Francisco, I think that the Green Bay pulls it out. Mm. And of course, probably when they, when they listen, they'll, I, I don't know when you're going to air this, but Today. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, so we'll, we'll see, but I think it's going to be the Chiefs yeah. and the Packers, and I think the Chiefs win. I do. Wow. I, as I said, I walked away from that game, and I went, this is crazy. This is literally... It's like the, watching the, Madden the, football on yeah. your... They'll make a movie out of that. Yeah. Are you going to be pissed if the Chiefs don't win? No, man. Is it going to affect your life in any way? It's not going to affect Good. my life. Good. I'll still be a Chiefs fan. Good. All right, it's just like me. Yeah. Will I be bummed out Good. for an hour? Sure. sure. Yeah. 
but it doesn't. I'll give you an hour. That's not my. It's not my everything, man. It's not. Yeah, it's not like you got your car stolen or anything. Oh, you know what? what? It, they probably found it by now. Somebody probably took it. Not for enough cops out there, bro. There's no way. You so know, I got to tell you guys real quick. Yeah. My life changed a lot last year. Yeah. Crazy. A lot of people don't know this. Talk to us. What happened? Ancestry.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? gosh. DNA. <laughs> yes. My son, who I, has been my only child. Yeah. Indy. A year and a half ago. Indy. His name's Darren, but he goes, Darren. He goes by Indy. A year and a half ago. Screwing around on Ancestry.com. Kid comes up. As his first cousin calls me up and says, dad, who is this? No idea. Never heard of the name. He's like, this is weird, dad. It says he's my first cousin. I, how could that be? Cause, and I was like, I don't know how that could be. He's older than you. He's like 35. No idea. It's gotta be one of my brothers. Something one of my brothers did, which I thought was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm laughing. My, and my son reminds me how I laughed. Uh, so this goes back and forth. And he makes contact with the kid and said, look, how are you related to me as first cousins? Who are you? And they're going back and forth. He, so the person, his name is Eric. Uh, and he is talking to Eric. And Eric contacts his mom and says, Mom, it says I'm first cousins or closer to this kid in Albuquerque. How can this be? Who, we, who are these people? Do you know them? She's like, no, I've never heard of them. I don't know who they are. And so this kind of goes back and forth. And we, then we find out, well, you know, the mom actually grew up about 10 miles from where I lived. Still kind of, okay, so what? So this goes back and forth, and they're trying to figure it out, and he's contacting his mom. Um, and so after th- them going back and forth, and uh, uh, lo and behold, the mom finally tells, uh, after some time, tells Eric, uh, what is the name of the person you're talking to? And she says, "It's his name is Indy, but he goes by the name of Darren. Uh, his name is Darren. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> his father is Darren. But he also says he has two brothers. And she literally sends him a text message that says, you're talking to your brother. Wow. And his father is actually your father. And we need to talk. <laughs> and so, of course, Darren, my son, gets old to me and says, what the fuck, dad? Uh, <laughs> dad, she's, she's saying it's you. And I was like, of course, I'm like, what? You know, and so long story short, I, I came into work and um, I looked on the computer and Eric's mom uh, worked in a place where their pictures were posted. And once I saw her picture, I realized that. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I, I had dated her for a short period of time. Um, after high school, I went to Texas on a baseball scholarship and I screwed off and I lost it and I went home. I was home for about six months before I left again. And at the end of that uh, short stint back home, um, I kind of dated. By dating, you mean? I dated Er Eric's mom. You guys dated a few times? Yeah. Because actually, I met her like a month before I left. Right. You know, I think that's what it was, but something, but, but we... Whatever. Yeah. I mean, the history it was like 40 proves, years ago. History yeah. proves. We were 18 years old. Years ago. We were 18 35. years old. Um, and so, yeah. And now I have, um, I have a son who's 36. And interestingly enough, the first conversation I had with him, he's like, oh, and by the way, you at the time, he said, you have a 19-year-old granddaughter. Wow. And then I was like, and first of all, you're, you're shocked to hear that you're a grandfather. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. You're only 35. How do you have a night? He's like, well, you really can't say anything because 
you and you my mom were 18, so yeah. I was a little younger than you were, but not much. Yeah. He was 15 or 16 years old, and he got a girl pregnant, and she had the baby, and um, and so I do. I have, She's 20 years old. She goes to college in Boston. She's a badass little soccer player. She plays soccer for her college. And um, we've gotten, we've all been very, very close and it's a blessing. It's an absolute blessing. I can't tell you, um, it was very difficult to process. You know, I, of course I, my, I, I leave, lead a pretty public life. Yeah. Um, you know, my kid is my kid and, and literally overnight you found out that uh, your family tree has a few more leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And, wow. uh, but it's been great and he's wonderful. And, um, you know, while, as I said, at first kind of difficult to process now, just realize that, you know, it's a blessing that the blessing that I was able to find him and, um, you know, that we're in each other's lives and, you know, and his first mom, hell, we had a family reunion with my family and I told him, you invite your mom, you invite your mom to that family reunion. She's our family too. And, you know, when we've gotten to meet and we've talked and, um, we were kids and, you know, and she said, are you mad at me? I'm like, no. We were children. Yeah. You know, it's like you made a decision and I, I, you know, would I've liked to have been in Eric's life? Sure. Absolutely. But I also realized too, it's like, you know, think back of the things you did when you were a kid and you know, you felt like you were making the right decision. She knew I was leaving New York again. Yeah. She knew I was coming out West and she knew I was never coming back and she didn't want to stop me. Was Eric, was he, was he mad at his mom for, I wouldn't say he was mad at her. Um, probably wanted to know why more confused probably. Yeah. Yeah. And and they, they, you know, they talked, he's very close to his mom. He loves his mom. Um, you know, and, but yeah. And so I think the the way we all look at it now is we're all together and we're family. And so, um, as I said, it, it was, it was a decision she made at the time. Um, and there were a variety of reasons that she explained to me. And one of them was that I was leaving and, um, you know, and, and coming out West and was never moving back, which I did and never moved back. And so, but, um, yeah, no, we're, we're together now and that's what matters. You know, it's cool when family can kind of come back together like that. I mean, today my half brother, one of my half brothers is in town. Wow. Yeah. And. That was a whole thing on the radio show yeah, back like in the day. With 10 years MySpace, ago. Right? MySpace, yeah, yeah, MySpace was huge. It was, exactly, it was like exactly 10 years ago. Yeah. I found out that I had, I'm, I'm the last of the Mohicans as far as I'm concerned, right? Yeah. I had two brothers. They both died. My dad died. So it's just me and my mom. And 10 years ago, I get this message on MySpace from this guy with this last name. And I was like, it's my biological last name. Why is this guy? Who is this guy? Mm-hmm. And then I got another friend request from another person with the same last name. Turns out I have four siblings, four half awesome. siblings I had no idea about. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. No idea. And one of them yeah. is in town today. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, as I said, you, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's literally like, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Um, how can that be possible? And um, yeah, as I said, you know, you live, I, I was at that time I was, uh, would it be I fifty four going on fifty five, um, you know? And you sit there and you go, how can this be, you know? And it's just um, so what? And then it was kind of like, you know, oh well. I'm <laughs> pretty certain if happened, I do that, right? I'll and find some kids out there. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so funny because one of my one of my close friends, he's like, you know what the moral of this story is? Tell your kid to get the hell off the internet because nothing good comes from the internet. <laughs> and I was like, right, that's so funny. But uh, you know, but talk about the DNA. The, but you know, look at that case that yeah. was just solved. And I had actually on my show yesterday the uh, special agent Kyle Hartsock, who 
they use genealogy mm-hmm. to solve a four-year-old rape case. Yeah. And that's fascinating. Yeah. And, and so look at what's happening with this crazy DNA stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, not just the, you know, again, connecting people. And, and I got to say with this whole thing with the connecting people, they're not all happy stories. No, no. Uh, Eric's mom and I, we, we were 18 year old kids. We weren't married. It was that, um, you know, but there's a lot of these stories where people are finding out about these children where Papa was, <laughs> my dad was Charles Manson and I just found out. Yeah. And so, um, you know, they, they they're, 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 yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, they're not all great. It's crazy. But, um, I, as I said, I feel blessed and, uh, you know, and, and so I, I'm so grateful they're in my life. Um, I, and the bottom line is I love them both. Like I have been with them since they, the day they were born. That's cool. That's cool. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Good for you. <clears throat> Pure life. We are live, but not really live. It's kind of weird. You yeah, know, we're kind of live. We're kind of live, but Pure life is sponsoring the buck index podcast. Thank you again, Darren. Yeah, no, no support. It's, uh, we're going to be with you guys. We love what you do. Um, you know, I can't tell you, as I said, how many people tell me, oh man, we hear pure life on, on the buck and deck show. And, uh, you know, and this is, this is great because again, you guys have such a big following. Um, you know, you're in a, you're, you, you're in the, you were in the lives of a lot of people yeah. for a very, very long time in this community. There's a lot of people that grew up think, feeling like you're their best friends, Yeah, you know, weird. like your yeah. brothers, you yeah. know, and your sisters. Um, and so that's really, really cool because you had impact on people's lives. It sucks the way you guys were taken off the air. I was pissed off about it and I'm still yeah, pissed Ricky. off about it. Jeez. And, um, you know, and so uh, this is a great way to reach out to a lot of people that, um, as I said, they just, they were just grateful that you were in their lives. Yeah. And now you're back. Yeah. We're back, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're do you need a co-host? You're like, you're like, you need a co-host? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do you need uh, a second? What is it? Uh, you're, you're like cousin Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Be back. <laughs> showed up in the RV, yeah. man. <laughs> I mean, showed up in the RV. Wish I had an RV. I have an RV. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, no. Does it run? Driving hey, around. You're gonna be driving the Hummer Beast. Gosh, yeah. You're Darren, gonna drive the Hummer Beast. You're gonna thank be good. you, man. I appreciate that Get so nice. much. I really do. So, all right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of the Buck and Dex podcast. You can find us anywhere where you can get podcasts. Literally anywhere. Make sure mm-hmm. you subscribe. Yeah. Like us, leave us a review on um, on yeah. iTunes if you would, or yeah, or whatever. Instagram, Yelp. or you know Facebook. what? And if you really hate us, I want to I want to start talking about the people that really hate us. Email us and tell us why we suck so bad mm. because I love reading those things to people. The haters, yeah. The Buck and Dex Army at Gmail dot com. Nice. The Buck and Dex Army. At Do you have any uh, Yelp reviews? Yeah, we should read those. Why they're all good? Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, why did you look me up on Yelp? What, maybe. Did you? I don't know. I have one bad Yelp review. Hey, <laughs> hey, look it. We started with nearly a ten fifteen, and now we're ending with a ten fifteen. You guys need that's to knock it off. Roll, we're 10, that's how we roll, Darren. We're ten fifteen. That's how we roll. That's why 10, people love us. Free. Yeah. You know, it's like I we're have one grumpy. bad Yelp review. You have one bad Yelp review. Yeah. Well, let's put that Yelp review on blast. Let's bring it into. the It's light. got nothing to do with the Buck and Dex show. If it had something to do with the Buck and Dex show, then I absolutely would say, yes, let's talk about that. But, you know, when you deal with people selling people's houses, like I sell a lot of houses. Yeah. Sometimes you run across crazy people. Yeah. No. 
people get very emotional when it comes to houses. Find that hard to believe. That's why it's hard with those Yelp reviews because that can make or break you. Yeah, fortunately really, for real yeah. estate, it's not. You think really. so? I think so you because when them? I go to a restaurant, before I go to a restaurant, I will look up reviews. Yelp reviews. Not me. I talk and to people that I don't. if it's a three yeah, star or under, normally what I, do. I usually don't, really? I don't go. And I'll read the reviews, and if they're bad, I won't go. Yet he'll go watch a Vin Diesel movie with a one star you watch review and think it's the greatest thing ever. Um, he loves Vin Diesel. But you think about the tomato meter, you know? What, what, uh, what rating do you look at? Do you look at the- I don't look at the reviews. I look at the people. Yeah. You look at the people. That's, a, that's what I'm doing. I'm looking at the people. Yeah. Okay? All right. But you got crazies out there. You do. Yeah, you do. No, there no, But if no. you have a lot of people saying the same thing, then I'm not going to go. So if you only have one, I might It's kind of like Bill Cosby. Okay. Like two women came out and said, Bill Cosby did this to me. And it's like, yeah, are they just, is it a money grab? Once you get to like 30 or 40 people, it's like, okay, we have a problem. Yeah, he's a creep. <laughs> he's a fucking creep. <laughs> he is a creep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when your name becomes a verb- you yeah. know you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, like you can tell people, yeah, she got Cosby'd. Uh, that's that's a problem yeah. when and, you become a verb. And the lesson in life is don't become a verb. Don't become a verb. Don't, don't a verb. be a verb. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will uh, talk to you soon. Go Chiefs. Go, Go Cowboy. Yes. Go Thank Connor. you, Darren. Well, I got it cut in. Cut that out. You Go need Connor. to cut that out at the end. I'm sending that to him right now. My boy, Connor McGregor. <laughs> we'll see you later, guys. Bye. That's all we got. There ain't no more. Time is tight. It's the end of the show.